Welcome to the Destination Discipline Podcast. I'm your host, Gage Harness. This podcast is about diving into the lives of individuals who want more out of themselves and life, sharing stories and exposing the highs and lows of individuals on their journey in becoming the best versions of themselves. It is our mission to give you optimal information on topics on mindset, fitness, nutrition, personal development, entrepreneurship, and fresh perspectives to help you become the best version of yourself. Welcome back to the Destination Discipline Podcast. I'm your host, Gage Harness. And today, we have a man all the way from France, and I'm going to butcher his name, and that's okay, but Sasha Boylan. How are you doing, man? Hey, Gage. Well, I'm pretty fine. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course, How man. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and it's kind of like a, a weird moment between you and I because I found you through YouTube. And then to be talking to you in person or well through Zoom, it's just a very weird feeling. And then just seeing like your mannerisms outside of YouTube, it's it's neat. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like it's, I think it's great for me. It's great because it it turns from numbers into like actual people, and I love this. I love this. I love seeing numbers going high, but I love connecting with people who are sharing the same value as I am. You know. So it's, it's, it definitely is weird, but it's really, it's, it's great feeling. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you have such a wide range of like an audience from everywhere. Like I'm from Kansas in the U S you're, you were in Spain at the time when I found you and now you're in France and it's just weird that like same age people from across the globe are now on a zoom talking yeah. about our values. Yeah. It's really neat. Definitely. That's the, the power of the internet, isn't it? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Um, but before, but before we get too far into this, how about you introduce yourself to me and the listeners and just what you do and yeah. 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 So um, I'm Sasha. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I used to study in Spain. I studied there and lived there for five years. Um, I was um, studying veterinary medicine and now I just graduated like two months ago and i started working here in marseille um i'm a bit in a of a transition period of my life i'm not gonna stay in france for a while but for now that's that's where i am and on the side my hobby slash side hustle is youtube i make youtube videos about self-improvement and i try to share the story of my life where i challenge myself i try to understand more in my life um to give you an example i just made a video about uh my sleeping habit and how i could fix it in order to have a a routine and that's that's the kind of things that i like to do and that i like to share on, on my channel hmm. it's interesting it's very broad it's vet student young 23 years old and then you're also doing youtube so I, i'm kind of curious like I don't want to only talk about YouTube and, and things like that, but do you see yourself going that path to be a content creator like full-time or do you always want to be a vet? Um, I, I think that if I see that I have long-term potential on YouTube, 
And as a content creator, I would choose uh, this path because it's something that is very close to my mindset. In the end, being a vet was always part of me and I really like animals and healing and all of this. But I have this very entrepreneur mindset and I like to create things, maybe take a bit more risks. Um, but I think it would be worth trying. So maybe at one point, I always say when I get like five times my salary as a vet uh, doing YouTube, I'll quit and go full time on YouTube. Yeah, that's good numbers. I, I'm not really sure what vets make, but I also know how long it can take for YouTube to even start making a good amount of money. So understandable. Absolutely. So I'm kind of curious. I want to take it all the way back because I'm I'm 21, you're 23. And yeah. I'm just curious, like what sparks, like what was your, why veterinarian? Like why a vet? Why are you pursuing these things that aren't necessarily typical for like people our age, right? Like the self-improvement space, content creating, yeah. vet student, now a veterinarian. And, you know, how did you, what sparked that? I'm always curious. Yeah, well, that, that's a very great question. And to be honest, I'm not sure I could answer it like very precisely. For veterinary medicine, I don't know why. And I could not describe um, this thing that I had inside of me uh, since I was a child. But I would say that Every time someone would name a job, I would always come back to this idea of becoming a vet and telling myself, yeah, you'll be happier doing this job rather than this or that. I think I was attracted to medicine. I was attracted to giving a chance to an animal that comes in a bad state to your clinic and who is in your hands. I think that was what I was thriving for since I was a child. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So I've been reading a bunch of books here lately and I'm trying to get into the field of psychology. I like learning about the brain and like the cognitive side and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Yeah. And I'm curious, like a lot of, like some of the people that I listen to, like such as like Andrew Huberman or Jordan Peterson or those type of guys, mm -hmm. there's always something that triggered them to want to help people help animals get into that field. Was there anything like, I don't want to get too personal, but was there like a trauma or anything that happened in your life where you're just like, I want to heal and like help and help yourself and help others? Um, so for the part of being a vet, no, I didn't have any trauma. I didn't grow up with pets. Um, so I could, I couldn't explain this for the uh, self-improvement. Yes. And the trauma was about myself and I realizing that I was becoming the person that I was hating, absolutely hating. And I wanted to first help myself uh, before starting anything like content creation. And then I was like, okay, you help yourself. Maybe there are some people out there in the world that kind of need this type of help. They, these people, they don't have, I don't know, a friend, a brother, a dad who can help them. So that was kind of my thing to start this journey and to share it online. So like when you recognize that you were becoming the person yeah, yeah. that you, that you hated or the, just the figure that you didn't want to be, what changes did you start to make within mm -hmm. yourself? Um, so for the, like the, the, the story of this, this background and the, the context of it at this time, I grew up in a high school where there was a lot of social pressure. 
it was all, all all about brands and showing off like some brands and what you had and all of this. So of course I grew into this and I became this type of person. And then I left at university. Uh, I left the country, uh, brand new place, brand new city, brand new people. And, and then I started to realize that at, at this time, COVID started hitting and I, I was facing myself. It was all about myself. And I was just me versus me because it was this time where quarantine was up and all of this. And I was like, this doesn't impress anyone. And at least it does not impress me. Um, so that, that, that's why I started to change. The first change that I did was to sell all of my brand's uh, clothes. Um, I got rid of all of them. First of all, uh, it was great because I would not wear any of those like designer clothes or whatever we can call that. Mm -hmm. And I would also make some money on the side. So like I got myself my first camera and thing went on and on and on. But that was the first change. And the second one is that I started uh, watching videos about self-improvement. And then I started reading about self-improvement and the list goes on and on. It's interesting that you just made a video here recently talking about like vanity metrics and like social media and the idea of views, the idea of likes. And it's almost similar to designer clothes. Like you identify with what you wear and it sounds like that stemmed from a young age. Yeah, 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 man. Like I, I'm fighting against this, even though I'm a content creator or whatever we can call what I do online. Uh, I I like views, of course. It's growing my YouTube channel, which is kind of my small business now. But I hate the fact that we are. I mean, I'm not, but like people are posting pictures of their holidays to be bragging about it. People are posting pictures of their latest, I don't know, designer clothes that they bought just to show other people that they have a bit of money or that, I don't know, I don't even know the reasons behind all of this, but I hate this race uh, for likes and for um, recognition from others. Mm -hmm. Do you think the world would be better without social media? I would not go that far because i think there's really an amazing part about social media i mean like mm -hmm. if social media didn't exist we wouldn't be chatting right now you can meet a lot of wonderful people around the world uh, so i think with a conscious use social media are amazing uh but if you use it just to scroll like I, I mean i was saying this in my video if you use it just to scroll and to get your time passively stolen by like some random people that you're watching dancing or whatever you can be doing on social media, then I think they should be banned. But I, I really like social media if you use them correctly. Yeah, I, I do agree. I do agree. I think social media is a... Yeah, what are your thoughts on social media? Really? Thought on mine? I, th I believe that you... I think it's a really great tool and I think it has a negative connotation um, like the word manipulation, like everyone I feel like manipulates in some way and that's just human behavior. But when it comes to social media, I think, yeah, if you use it as a tool and you try to expand and meet new people and use it with good intentions and you don't allow 
likes or views or followers or whatever it is to take over your life and you start to identify with it, then I think it's a great tool. But at the on the other end of it, and I've found myself in this trap of like me scrolling through the internet, trying to learn as much as I can, like that's became like a habit to me and it makes me feel like I'm actually growing, but like nothing is happening. It's me just reading and agreeing with people. Like, have you ever, you probably know that trap. I'm trying to, I've never really talked yeah. about it before with someone, but that's how I feel. Um, so I think there's a good and bad yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I completely agree. And I, it's very relatable what you just said in the end. Like you feel like you're learning, you feel like you're growing, you're still at the same stage because of this, I think they call it mental masturbation. And it's like, are you scrolling on social media? You're watching someone who's running or who is exercising and then consciously you're releasing this dopamine and you feel as if you were exercising mm. and as if you were this person growing while you are at the same place and you're not. And this very vicious cycle is going on and on and on. And mm. every time you will like watch these people, you will feel like you're going and you're still at the same place. So that's why I definitely agree with the term trap for social media. That's what, like what I fear, like Twitter or like Instagram threads, stuff like that. And you like, you see what you want to see and you're like, oh, I do that. And it's simply because you're just reading it. Like you, I don't know how to describe it. Like I was reading about this topic and just thinking about it. I'm religious as well, or just religious. And it's the idea of you have a, you've learned so many different perspectives and you've learned the things that hit and the learn that the things that hit for people like this, the one liners. Right. And over time you learn what to say, like you learn what the right thing is to say, and then it makes you seem smarter. But if you don't do it, it's pointless. Right. Like I'm, I'm in that trap right now. Um, where it's like, I'm trying to identify whether or not I actually believe what I'm saying, or I just know that it sounds smart. It sounds right. And that's, what's going to get people to, to, I don't know the word for it, but to come to me and talk to yeah, me. Yeah, but you, you, you know, like you're in the trap, but at least you're conscious about it. So right now you're thinking about it and this will make you grow, of course, because some people are in this trap and they say a lot of things that seem to be true, but they aren't doing it and they are completely unaware of it. And they keep mm-hmm. going into this direction and they, they believe they're good people who are growing and all of this, but they aren't. At least you're very conscious about it. And that's That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. And you're the same way. You know, it's it's people like you that I, I follow that gets me thinking about those sort of things and questioning it. And that's what I, I really appreciate about you. But, uh, um, uh, thank you very you, much, man. I'm glad about it. Yeah. So this kind of transitions into my next question. And that is the exact same thing we were just talking about, how people will say what other big people will say and just regurgitate the same information, just slightly different, right? And I'm curious, how do you do that? How do you not do that with the content that you create? How do you make it original? How can people create something original? Well, you know, I think what what I want like to share on my channel and the value that I want to transmit is that I share all of my successes and like whenever I'm doing these 30 days challenge, I'm sharing everything that I did right. But on the other hand, I'm also sharing everything that I did wrong and everything mm-hmm. where I failed. 
And this is something that is missing on the internet because when you see people, they're going 100% all the time. They never fail. They never tire. They don't sleep. Um, they never struggle with making food or whatever. They can be doing chores or whatever. And I do. And because everyone does. But it's just that I'm trying to make the difference here online where I'm showing the truth of someone who wants to do better and to do more and to get more in life, but also sharing all the bad sides of this journey. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's just life. And for someone who's, I don't know, trying to do something different in content creation, I'm talking only about self-improvement because I have no idea about the other niche. But I think it's very important to be true to yourself and to not lie and to not say that you're never tired because um, sometimes you will get, get tired. Sometimes you will fail. I think just be just be honest with people. And I think people appreciate this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the power of, of vulnerability. Like what is what does vulnerability mean to you? Like sharing those types of things. Like what's your definition of being vulnerable? Is can you hear me? I think it's it's lagging. I'm gonna make sure you hear me first. I hear you. Okay, awesome. Well, vulnerability for me is to let a little door open where people could hit inside and, and where you can be hurt. But I don't, I don't see sharing my failures and sharing the, uh, the parts of me where I'm weak still, uh, with the, on my YouTube videos or what on Instagram, I see it as a, a an opportunity to like, I don't know, to, 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 it's like, opening a door and letting room for improvement. And I see it more in this way than to be vulnerable. I mean, yeah, people could see it as me being vulnerable and it kind of is, but it's not a bad thing. I think it's a great thing because it means that I can still improve. I can still uh, try to think how I could improve on this specific thing and get it better um, and grow in the end. So I don't see vulnerability um, as a bad thing. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, it's just like you're just showcasing that you're human. And like a lot of people don't show. Exactly. You said it all. You said it all. You were like just asking about like what content advice would you have for content creators? Well, you just said it all. Just show that you're human and that you're thriving Mm -hmm. for something and trying your best. I think it's it's worth everything else. And online, it feels like the, the, the society is becoming a robot where... They wake up, they don't sleep, they grind and grind and grind all day and everyone is successful in one day or two and it's just not true. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Like we're starting to watch, at least from like the content that I watch and everything, like we're slowly getting away from hustle culture and like people are starting to take their health a lot more serious and they're not working until they're burnt out and they're not hating their lives and it's like it's really cool to see like it's happening because i mean yeah i'm not gonna sit here and say i work constantly there's been periods of times where i felt like i had to or else there was no other way for me to grow but just now like last year i had to have knee surgery and i was forced to slow down and i put on weight since then and all those things but i realized i didn't have to work 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 
in order to to make yeah. any bit of improvement you know you can slow down yeah man, but that's, that's pretty that's pretty mature of you like i i hope your knee is okay now but it's pretty mature because like you know this hustle culture is promoting just working all the time as if we were a machine we're not we need rest uh, we need recovery um and sometimes it's it's necessary to come back even stronger and to grow even better mm -hmm. so i'm curious when you did your own ghost mode or the monk mode that you did what was that like for you did that kind of reinforce the idea that you don't have to work as much or did it influence you in a different way um what do you mean that i don't have to work this much like because i at least my idea of the video and everything that you made and what you shared like ghost mode is like you're locked in you're working constantly and you're only really doing work and like health things like did it show you that you can have a healthier habit with working where you don't have to work that hard all the time or was it like oh i can work a lot harder than i am right now outside of this ghost mode if that makes sense yeah yeah it does so at this time i would say that i really needed this because it was the time where i broke up with my ex um I, two weeks later, I had mononucleosis, um, and it really knocked me down. So I, I really needed something to thrive for. And at this time, it was just about work. And I had my thesis to write at university. And I was also um, working for my videos. Working for videos for me is not really work because I enjoy it so much that I could spend an entire day shooting, editing a video. It would not feel like work. So that would be a lie to say that it, it it's only about work, work, work for me. It was more mm -hmm. of a passion, but construction sites or whatever they could be sitting in my, uh, my desk and watching my computer editing. So it was not that hard in the end. So I, yeah, it was, it was work without being work for me. Uh, but I did really this time and it also taught me that you also need some balance you cannot stay locked up and just be on your own you need to socialize you need to support you need to hang out with friends i'm not talking about like partying and going clubbing and getting shit face or whatever I, I don't like that but just going outside doing some sports with your friends and and yeah this is also important so i i, I was prioritizing work but I also understood that I needed to see my friends and to go outside. Mm -hmm. To live. Yeah. 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 Just to live. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. It's so weird talking to someone to your age or listening to someone talk about these sort of things. Cause I, I'm just not used to it. <laughs> it's different. Um, what, do you, what do you mean? I don't, I just feel like you're older. You're a lot older than me when you're talking to me. And that's a good thing. Well, like it's I a mean, maturity just, thing. And I'm just thinking. Yeah. Well, I've been growing a lot, like for the last, since I started university and a lot of things made me grow. And yes, so it's a good thing and a bad thing because when you meet people your age, you feel completely apart, completely mm -hmm. a part of the generation because it's all about partying. It's all about, I don't know, 
just all about very short-term dopamine and all of this and it, it feels mm -hmm. weird like you feel like you're completely out of it yeah hopefully you meet people on the internet who are like the same as you and who want to thrive for more and who are into self-improvement and all of this because otherwise you'd be like what well, man I'm, 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 what am i doing <laughs> yeah i was just thinking about yesterday i went on a walk and there was this older gentleman and he just greeted me and we talked for like five minutes and I felt like he understood me better than anyone 21 years old. Like it's crazy. Like, man, I, I don't know. So right. like... It's just, it's my, it's just mind boggling, like mind boggling to think about. Like I felt like he was a friend and he's like three times my age. And then I talked to other people our age and it's like talking to a wall. And it's like, there's nothing, there's nothing there. Yeah. And it sounds really terrible and maybe ignorant, but it's so true. Like I really, really wish people would start to question things and think about the sort of things that we're trying to think about, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, be I believe it will come with time when time will be very desperate because the society would really like be on the edge. I believe people will start questioning things. We'll start getting centering and focusing themselves on things that really matter on their health on their uh, on their project having i don't know side hustles and all of this i believe they will quit all of the things that they're doing right now or at least reflect on it i hope so mm -hmm. yeah just time time you're right well, cool so i think it's okay right now Okay, the there you are. Right, I think it's fine. <laughs> You're good. There we go. <laughs> All right. So I normally have a few questions. I always ask every guest that we've had on here. And they're just three questions. Yes. And I'd like to ask you them because I think it's a good transition point. And we're talking about values. We're talking about yeah, living differently at this age and pursuing things maybe slightly sooner than other people. Right. And so I'm curious. And the question is, what are three values you live by or you're working to live by? All right. Um, I'm not sure if they're actual values, but I want to be, I want to be, I, I want that if someone would talk about me, he would present me as relentless. Um, caring because I believe there's not much love um, in the word uh, and I was going to say hard worker but it goes a bit with relentless mm -hmm. uh, for the third one I would say keen to learning like I want to be on this I want to be considered as someone who is constantly look seeking knowledge and, and mm. improving yeah wisdom interesting i'm surprised you didn't say yeah. something i'm surprised you didn't say something along the lines of like trusting the process like i don't know how we haven't brought that up <laughs> i really i really wanted to say this but people are going to say that I'm, i only have this word in my mouth 
I have it tattooed on my arm here. Uh, but yeah, of course, man. It goes along with the three of them. Like, if you're mm -hmm. relentless, it's because you trust the process and you want to get up every time you get back down. Um, if you're caring, it's because you, I'm trusting that love is going to like carry me more than what hate would. Mm -hmm. And seeking knowledge all the time is because I trust the process that I'm going to do. I'm going to do good. Mm. But of course, always trust the process, man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm curious about it. Like what, what are, what are three values that you live for or oh, you consider man. yourself fighting for? Okay. I'll answer it. Let, let's let the internet catch up real quick. Yeah, I know you're the host, and I'm supposed to be the one answering questions, but no. I think it's very interesting for me to know as well. I I am glad you're asking because no one has ever asked me in the 30 episodes we've done. And oh man, it's funny because I ask that question and then I don't expect them to ask it back. But there's three values that I live by. It would be, see, it's weird. I have a little paper next to my desk. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. I can. Okay. I have a little paper next to my desk and it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things that I want to constantly remind myself of. And I'll just go through them all. So first one is child of God. I'm a Christian. Um, second one is a leader. Third is humility. Fourth is intentionality. Fifth, I just put fitness. I'm trying to lose weight, trying to be better. Um, sixth is relationships. Mm -hmm. And then seventh is genuine. But if I had to narrow those down, it would be love, if that's a thing, like loving others, caring, um, and the, or humility. Mm hmm I would say, oh my gosh, man, this is a hard question. I haven't ever been asked this. Uh, Indeed, yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed that people can come up with this on the spot. I would say love. I'm working to be as intentional as I can with like the things I say, how I act, how I treat people, what I agree with, what I disagree with, and then... Third one, mm. Mm. holy, I would say, gosh, man, you've got me stumped. This is good. I love. <laughs> no, and, we'll cut uh, this on the, on the editing. Yeah, yeah, we got it all. It's, yeah. Um, I don't know, because all of them kind of go with my religion. I would say... Probably, man, they all kind of spiral into one another. I'd probably say honest is one, but that also ties in with everything else. That's but I'd say honesty goes a really long way. Um, whether that's tough love or being honest with myself or just things along those lines. But thank you for asking me that. I need to think about that. So if it ever happens again, I'll have an answer. <laughs> it's great to think about it. It's great, like, also for me to ask because sometimes, like, like people can relate to, like, 
the value I would describe or the value you would describe as they're following you because you're the host. So that I think yeah. it's great. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's really cool. Everyone that has been on the podcast is all very, there's very different ones. And then they're all kind of lead back to the same thing, which is just like being loving and being caring. Like if I had to narrow it down to like two words, that's what everyone has said. It's something similar yeah. to that. Yeah. I think it's very important. Mm. Absolutely. For sure. Okay. So we got two more real quick. Let's hope the connection can stay alive. Can I, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so let's say there's someone any age that is feeling lost, feels like maybe they're becoming the person they don't want to be, or maybe they don't even know who they want to be. Anything along those lines, what would your advice be for them that are in that space, in that position? What would your advice be? Um, I think I would give them the same advice that I use for myself. I think I would say that these people, this person needs to sit down. This person needs to completely shut down her phone or his phone. Um, and just to face it himself and to really think about who they want to see in the mirror. Um, from this point, I would say that it's great if they can find a, a mentor. I know that, for example, in the self-improvement niche, there's a lot of people um, relating to David Goggins and following his path. Um, and I think from this point, they need to just take a piece of paper, a pen, and write down all the steps that they need to do uh, in order to become the person that they want to become. Mm. And from there, we'll start their, I don't know, their new life and their self-improvement journey, if I can say. And of course, it's going to be hard. Um, of course, it's going to be time where the sun's shining, all the time when it's raining and you cannot see the, the rainbow. Uh, but they, they're going to have to trust the process, as always. What is a message to future Sasha? Wow. Uh, okay. All right. I would tell him that he needs to hold on. He needs to keep doing what he is doing, even though it seems completely pointless. Hey, so this is Gage after the interview. I'm currently editing this. And even during our actual interview, we lost connection with him. Um, I think just the servers between France and here just were not strong enough, which is totally fine. But if you would like to find more information, his YouTube videos, his content that Sasha creates, I'll leave all of that in the show notes below. Go ahead, go support him. He's a phenomenal person. It's incredibly wise for 23 years old. And I really do appreciate you for listening to this, if you made it this far. Um, I'm sorry for the hiatus of not having a podcast in quite a while. Life has been absolutely crazy. There's been a lot of things I haven't been able to control, and I'm just trying to figure out life, as is everyone. But if you made it this far, I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy the podcast, if you could leave a review on your platform of choice with an honest review, 
I would greatly appreciate it. We would greatly appreciate it. I do have some guests coming up here soon, and I'm really excited about them. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be good. I hope that these can last forever. But again, thank you. And if there's anything you need, prayers, uh, ears, maybe so, just someone to pour into you, hit me up. I can always use that too. I always need people to pour into my life. So do not be afraid to ask. I appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Peace.